Hi, you are listening to Mobile Couch, and this is episode number 87. So, Ben, you have a topic for us? My topic, Jelly, is iMessage apps. I reckon the coolest thing to come out of DubDub this year. Yeah, I actually would agree with that. And I mean, I've got an app that is kind of made for that, so that kind of works for me. But you were you were like, no, I'm going to do iMessage apps, so you can't do them. So I guess that's... Yeah, I'm kind of like calling it now. They're mine. They're yours. No one else is allowed <laughs> to do them, and therefore this episode is done. Boom. So tell us about iMessage apps. All right, so... Technically, they're called message extensions. Yes. That's point one. Well, technically, they're also called messages apps as opposed to iMessage apps because iMessage is the, the protocol, protocol and yeah. messages is the app. That yeah, right. So, I'm with. just messing this up all around. Yeah, everybody is. But okay. So, you can now make apps that appear inside messages is the basics of the whole thing. Yep. Because Apple saw that you like apps. So, they put apps in your apps Whoa. so that you can apps, apps. I think they actually saw Facebook snapchat whoever else does messaging doing this and we're like hmm we're kind of behind the ball on this one well i mean you look at like for instance how slack has got like the inline kind of extension expansion of stuff and you've got like all of these apps doing stickers now like stickers are hugely popular yeah and i guess kind of having something interactive is kind of the next step of those kind of things Mm. so it would make sense like i can see the logical progression there yeah so you can make two kinds i guess and i mean one is technically just a subset of the other but you can make sticker apps which are actually really cool because you need zero code to make a sticker app you just need the assets just a bunch of images or you can make app apps which are almost identical to the normal apps you've been making like it seems like you can do pretty much whatever you want i haven't run into any walls yet really there's no like there's no like there probably is some rules that i haven't found but like it's it's straight up it's just a view controller surely there's like memory limitations and stuff probably i haven't looked like i have not tried to push it so i've made a couple just to play around with i've used sprite kit in one which is like yeah, okay. It's not a small framework, I'm guessing. Yeah. Works fine. Cool. And I just used UI in the other one. Obviously, also worked fine. Yep. Yeah. So, I guess let's get into how you actually go about making one. Okay. So, I thought I'd start with sticker packs. Well, they are the easiest to make. They are the easiest. And I think it's really cool that people can make them without having to be able to code. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is really it's cool. It's nice of Apple to put in the effort to do that. Um, so, basically, sticker packs simply provide a static, a static set of stickers. You add stickers by dragging the image files into the sticker pack folder inside the stickers asset catalog. Yep. So there's a template in Xcode you can use. You just go like file new project and there's a new one for message app. And in there you can say just a sticker pack. Yeah. And, and then, then it does everything for you and you just drag in your images. And there's literally no code endpoints or anything. You can't like you can't add code to it. Yeah, I believe so. It's pretty much just like a folder where you stick images in and that's like yeah. Done. So I think you could totally convert one by adding some code files, but the template that it comes with. I actually don't know that you can. Really? I, the, I, I, I'm trying to remember the exact, how, how exactly they went through it with, because there are sessions on this, obviously. Yep. There's two sessions. Uh, they're called uh, iOS messaging app and messaging and sticker apps. Yeah, there's two parts. Yeah, there's Part two parts. One and two. Um, we'll link them in the show notes. I feel like they create, I mean, they obviously they created one and then created the other one, mm. but I'm pretty sure, I really do feel like they said that you can't add any code to it. So I think you would have to go and 
create a secondary app and kind of re okay. set that up. Okay, cool. So the stickers you provide have to be in certain formats that they support. Yep. Those formats are PNG, yep. APNG. Yep. Had never heard of it until you mentioned it. Yep. Animated Pinig for anyone playing at home. Pinig. Um, GIF or JPEG. <laughs> Just like to be controversial with my pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so the way that you create the animated PNGs mm-hmm. is that you, uh, you you drop in each of the frames individually. Yes, true. I don't know if that's how you do it with animated GIFs. No, you would think not. So they just have called it GIF. So I'm assuming you drop in a normal animated yeah. GIF or a, just a non-animated GIF. I mean, GIF. I'm kind of hoping that this means that animated GIFs are now a part of like the... like thing that is supported by image asset catalogs yeah. that would be kind of nice so an image view doesn't support animated gif right oh, no yeah. yeah no you have to you have to set that up and so for a long time i had my own kind of code that did that and then recently more recently i started using a library called uh gifu cool which um like basically um does that for me and essentially what you have to do is you either have to generate your own image like ui image with all of the animated, like all the frames, or you have to basically update the image view yeah. with it, with each frame as it comes. But because GIFs have a variable kind of format, it's not as straightforward as just like taking a bunch of frames and sticking them in. Yeah. If you up, if you give it a UI image with a set of images that it have to has to go through, you literally have to duplicate those images so that frames will last for as long as they actually are supposed to. Oh, I get you. So you can have different, each frame, it's not a set frame rate. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because you can have a frame in a GIF that's like 0.2 seconds. Yeah. And the next one can be 0.5 seconds. Yeah. It basically, you either have to duplicate frames in such a way that it will automatically space those out so that they're the correct size, or you have to essentially like update mm. at different, like at the correct rate. Huh. I didn't even know that. There are a bunch of libraries that do it, and GIF is the one that I've been using. All right. The files have to be less than 500 kilobytes each. Yep, they can be no smaller than 100 by 100 points and no larger than 206 by 206 points. And they say you should provide them at 3x size and it will automatically scale them down. I'm guessing you can because I know a lot of designers don't like just straight up scaling. You probably yeah. can provide the 2x and 1x yourself. But this isn't like a designer thing where it's like, oh, I've got to design with my my special lads. Yeah. It's, they're illustrations. So, like, illustrations have a tendency to scale relatively okay. As long as you're not doing really fine lines, you're yeah. going to be okay. I want one pixel lines on all of my stickers. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Don't even talk to me. So, yeah, that is seriously it. Once you've done that, you can go, like, archive, upload to App Store, Become a millionaire. No, what you do is you use Fastlane. Oh, true, mm. true. Mm. Quick tip, Fastlane doesn't support this yet. <laughs> I actually think iTunes don't support message apps yet because I tried to put mine on test flight and it failed with weird errors. Yeah. So it's I'm supposed sure it'll to, be though, fixed. It? it is supposed to. So they announced like day one, iOS 10 is supported by test flight, which is great because mm. last year iOS 9 wasn't supported the entire time, right? Yeah, it took like months and it was only available like maybe a week or so beforehand. It's like, how am I supposed to beta test my iOS 9 like, yeah. apps before it launches? Anyway. Um, but this time around, it is it's support, supposedly supported. It just, just doesn't work. Yeah, I think normal apps do work. I've heard from people who like, they actually did it and were like, this is so great. Thanks, Apple. So yep. I'm guessing like, it's just the message store doesn't exist yet. So maybe... That's got something to do with it? Maybe. I thought maybe it was because I just had a message extension, no app, 
Mm. And I'm like, well, it makes sense that that's not supported yet. I'll bundle it within an app. So I made the app part and still didn't work. Oh, right. Okay. So yeah, who that's knows? Weird. Who knows? All right. Moving on. So we now know how to make a sticker pack. Cool. Yep. We've made our first million. It's yep. time to make some more. So now we're going to move on to just normal apps, I guess. Message so extensions. This is kind of like that. Have you ever seen that like how to draw an owl picture? Yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like two circles. Draw two and then circles. It's like perfectly drawn Complete owl. owl. <laughs> it's this it. is like that. Yes. Yep. So I skipped over the part where you have to be good at drawing and like making <laughs> stickers. But, you know, I assume everyone's good at that. Right? Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's good at drawing. All right. So message apps. They are just another extension. Yep. So if you've made a today extension or a watch extension, or I don't know what other extensions were available, a share sheet one. They can't, I, I, I kind of like think that they're most like the keyboard, right? Like they seem yeah, to be most probably. like the, key, the keyboard um, extensions. The only difference is that they run only in messages as opposed to anywhere that a keyboard is available. Yeah. But they do effect- effectively the same thing, right? Like yeah. you can provide something to go into a uh, into a text. input view. Yeah. Like an in like a text input. Yeah, so. so if you've made a keyboard, you're halfway there probably. Yeah. All right. So there's two ways of doing it. If you've got an existing project, you can just add an extension target, yep. a message extension target, or you can just start from scratch, go file, new project, like I said, there's a template in there for message extension. Mm-hmm. Doing that, you will get a new group in your project navigator for the extension, which will include a message view controller, which is like a basic class, yep. and a new storyboard, which you can put some view controllers in if you want to, yep, or do whatever. Just or chuck a label on delete. it. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> or just delete it. <laughs> I'm assuming you can do that. Yeah, that surely, surely you'll be able to just specify your view controller class as opposed to a storyboard. Yeah, so because you can do that with the, you can do it with that with the main app. That's how yeah, you... true. So the it works the same as the main app. Like there's a key in there's a new info.plist for the message extension, yep. which has the storyboard name in it. So I'm guessing, however you delete storyboards, never done it myself, so don't know how. <laughs> um, you can do that too. I delete every single storyboard I come across. It's just like, <laughs> don't ever let me at your project because it's just all your storyboards will be gone. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'll remember that. Um, anyway, see so your fancy message view controller. It's a subclass of MS messages view controller. Mm-hmm. And this, this type of view controller, it's kind of like any other fancy view controller in iOS. It has a whole pile of methods that get called at particular moments. So that you can provide things, right? Yeah, it's like the it's like those um, view controller, like the view controller that we talked about when we were, when I was developing my share sheet, my Twitter yeah. share sheet, which I based. Remember, if you remember correctly, I based on a view controller that's designed to be used in an extension, and so it has a bunch of methods that get called when certain things happen because of that extension. Yeah, but you can like, I mean, it's just a view controller; you can use it whenever you want. So. Yeah, it also has some properties that you're going to need to use, but we'll get to those. There is one trick, though, with this view controller. Yep. Just in terms of the design of the view controller, you have to support two modes. So a message app can either be in compact mode, which is about the size of a keyboard. Right. Or full screen. Yep. So full screen is just what you're used to. It's just the compact one. So I'm really... uh, This is something that has confused me about these apps because I'm sure that, like, surely these apps also run on, like, iPad, right? Good question. But yes. I'm going to go with comp- definitely yes. Are they compact when like... Yeah, so so they're clearly... I don't they, actually know, yeah. but the enum that is used yeah. has two modes, compact is and it, expanded. And it's not the same It's not the same as the... Um, no, as it's the a size new, class like, thing. 
MS messages view controller view something. You know, mm. it's its own one. Okay, it's just I'm two just, values. I, I'm, I'm very, very interested in that because it's something that I haven't. Like I've obviously kind of I'm, I've thought about it because I'm you know I'm, I'm considering doing some messages apps, but mm. yeah, the iPad seems like it'll be a weird kind of yeah. situation. You know what the answer probably is? They didn't think of iPad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, when you're designing your view controller, you have to think about that. Yeah. So you might just have a little thing that shows the current status and then to edit it, you might have to expand it or you can really do whatever you want. Hmm. I think what will be the most common practice with these message apps is view controller containment. So your messages view controller will probably just straight up be a container. Yeah. And then from there, you can sub in whatever view controller makes sense based on the state you're in. Yep. Obviously, there's a few states you're going to have to support. There's like a new game or a new just message received yeah, well, one. Especially if you're getting complex stuff, like you're going to mm. have, like for some of the more the more simplistic stuff that and stuff that is just like a messages app, not a regular app. Yeah. Like for that sort of stuff, you'll probably just want like your view controller and maybe it'll link to some other view controllers if you really need that, that sort of stuff. But... For ones where it's like an app that is also supposed to be like available in messages, like say I don't know, GIF wrapped, <laughs> I you know I, I, there there is a very good chance that it'll just be a container. Yeah, use embedded stuff. Yeah, I haven't actually tried using one of the like navigation controllers or anything yet because it's going to look weird. It so you can have weird. two nav bars if you do it that way. Yeah, the way that I will probably do it is I will just not use the nav bar. Like yeah, hide it and then... I think that's going to be common. Probably should have looked up the review guidelines for all this new stuff. Mm. But anyway, I'll go into the the delegate methods that you have to support for your messages view controller yep. and what you should do with each one. Okay. You've got all the normal ones, like a normal view controller, like view did load where you set up all your stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's, it really is a normal app. Like right, yeah. everything I've done so far has been like this all feels very familiar. Um, but after that, you've got will become active with a conversation. This one is called when the extension is about to move from the inactive to the active state. And this will happen when the extension is about to present UI. So you can swipe between message extensions. Mm. So this is to say you are now ready to go in the foreground. Do something. Okay. Use this method to configure the extension and restore previously stored state. So that's like if you're doing something that is communicative. You know, the ice cream thing that they keep saying where you send yeah. an ice cream cone, they send the scoops of ice cream and then you send the topping. Like... That will let you load up the stuff that has been sent to you. Yes, but there's also another method for that. Oh, right. Okay. Wow. Interesting. But you're right. So you're going to have to handle both because someone could tap the message. Yep. In which case it will be the one that I just mentioned. Yep. You could also just receive it and oh. be active at the same time. Oh, wow. Which I think is going to be the less common case. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that makes that makes sense. I think they're going to be pretty synchronous in their delivery so you're going to kind of do something send it wait i mean don't have to do that you might come up with an app that really is like constantly playing and maybe you can receive while doing something yeah but i haven't really run into that too much yet and all the examples i've seen well they i mean that's how they're designed really yeah. like it's the, the whole point is you do something then you send it and then they do something and then they send it and if it's like a group thing like everybody can be doing something and all same at the same time. Well, that's the kind of stuff you got to think about. Yeah. It is kind of weird. So the next one is did resign active, pretty much what you expect. Called when the extension is about to move from active to inactive. This will happen when the user dismisses the extension, changes to a different conversation or quits messages. Um, and that's just like your dealloc basically. So you release all the memory you're holding on to if you were doing something and yep. all of that, cancel any network requests. Yep. The next one is did receive message in conversation. 
So this is called when a message arrives that was generated by another instance of this extension on a remote device. So this is what I was talking about. You could receive a message while you are active and maybe want to do something different to it. Yeah, right. Okay. So that's the other one. Um, you've got did start sending message called when the user taps the send button. Mm-hmm. It's not much to that one. Um, did cancel sending called when the user deletes the message without sending it. You might have to clean up some state. That's why they provide that one. Yep. And then you've got the ones that you probably will use the most. So you've got will transition to presentation style. This is like your view will appear. So this is gets called as they're about to transition. So this is transitioning between from like the compact, compact and expanded. And expanded. Yep. It says use this method to prepare for change in presentation style. Yep. And then there's did transition to. So so far I have not found any way to like get in on this animation. Really? Yeah. Isn't that the whole point of those methods? Like there being those two methods? You just get told it's about to happen and you get told it did happen. And it does resize the view, except it's very janky and doesn't really work. But hopefully that'll be fixed and then like your auto layout will maybe take care of something cool for the animation. If you use auto layout. (laughs) Yeah. So if you don't use auto layout or you wanted to do something like, I don't know, a bit different with some code and getting like callbacks to say I'm animating. Yeah. So far, it doesn't look like there's anything. Well, surely you'll be able to hook into that animation somehow, even if you just start an animation and let it run for what you expect that time to be. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't tell you the time. No. But you're right. You probably could do something. So currently when you do it, it just kind of like flickers and eventually gets there. Yep. But um, that's definitely a bug. Yeah. They won't ship that. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of this stuff is is really, really early. So yeah. And then the other one is, yeah, like I was saying, did transition to. So you can use this one as well um, to go f- when you go from expanded to compact, you might see that as I am done. Well, you might also say, like, say you're doing an animation and it's a really complex animation for some reason. That, and that means you have to like snapshot your view and do yep. something to it. Um, in the will transition to, you might take that snapshot and start your animation stuff. And then when you get the did transition, the animation is now stopped. So you'll like delete all your snapshot images and remove them from memory and so Yeah. Yep. Yeah, totally. So there's also a whole pile of properties that are going to be useful. Yep. Uh, the main one though is active conversation. And this is how you get access to the stuff in the, the conversation. Yep. Straight up, you can't read their messages. There's no way to do that. So you okay. only get access to basically your ones from what I can the tell. stuff that you've created, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another property for the user's token. So you don't even get access to anyone's name. That's how strict this thing is. Yeah, it's like some sort of like crazy user ID. Yeah. And it's only, it's only relevant for as long as the app is installed or something and then they change. Yeah. So you can't use them to like track somebody across even different installs of your own app. Yeah. It's possibly think- even runtime, like even... Yeah, so... From what I can tell, they're only really useful for working out. Like, say you are making a turn-based game. Yep. You can work out, is it my turn? Like, you could say the last player to play was this ID. Yep. And then there's a method for my token, and there's a method for everyone else's token. So you can, like, compare it and go, nah, it's not your turn. Yeah, okay. Apart from that, I can't really work out what else you'd use them for. There's no way you can display them. Like, it would look crazy. Maybe you can assign names. Yeah, I mean, you can possibly, like, possible, like, because you can send some state through when you send your yes. message stuff through. So it's possible that you could, but will they be the same on the other end? They probably won't be the same on the other end, so I don't even know. Yeah, good point. 
I hadn't thought of that. Probably not. They're probably different on each different device. So you couldn't even use it to like, okay, enter your name and we'll just like, we'll create like a scorecard of everybody that you can, mm. whatever. Yeah, that wouldn't even work. So anyway, they basically don't want you invading people's privacy. Yeah, the really other do. thing is you can't actually send the message. You can only put the message in the... That doesn't surprise me. ...the text box or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and then they have to click send. You've been on Android too long. This is, the, this is the state of iOS. You can't <laughs> do anything. I've had so many people... So my app, Other, right, is which is all about sending messages to your other. Yeah. Like I had so many people go, why don't you just send the message? Like I've tapped the button. Why don't you just send it? I'm like, I can't send it. I can't even like look up the send button and do a tap in that area to in order to send it. It has to be sent by the user. I think the answer to your problem is you need to make your own messaging network yeah that's how it works the other network the other network. and then you could send messages yeah. now they can be end-to-end encrypted that's another episode thanks to the push notification changes yeah, nice. so let's get into some of these objects you're going to run into that active conversation is a ms conversation this is kind of like the main object you'll deal with this is yep. the one that allows you to insert text stickers or media files into the messages input field you can create new interactive messages that carry app specific data those are MS messages. And you can update existing messages, for example, to add your turn or something. So if you're playing a turn-based game, yep. you can take that message, go, I've played my turn, and put it back in. Yep. Which is probably what most people are going to be doing. If you're just going to create probably like your gift-wrapped app, a media browser-style app where you browse a collection of things and then add them to the list, you're only going to deal with MS conversation. That'll be all you need to do. Yeah, because you just put the image in there. Yep. So it'll just Done. be active conversation dot insert. I think it's insert attachment for like GIFs and stuff like that. Yeah, it probably will be. And that's it. So it's pretty easy. Pretty easy to use. Uh, if, nice. you wanna, if you want to get more complex, which I think a lot of the apps will, uh, that's when you start ending up with these like further objects they provide. So the next one is MS message. And this is kind of the holder for your interactive message thing, right? So right. it's a custom custom message. Yep. They come with a template yep. or a template layout. Yep. I don't think you actually have to use it. I think you can probably render something yourself, but I haven't looked into that yet. The one they demoed in the session was the template layout. Yep. And it looks like it's going to cover pretty much every case I can think of. So is that the one where it's like a big image and then yep. underneath it's two lines? One is like the title and yep. then like some sort of like left, like right aligned title and then so you, yes. subtitle and then right aligned subtitle. Exactly. And then there's also a title and subtitle that can go on the image. Oh, so, really? I yeah. thought you had to render that. No. So that's, that's the big thing. They definitely don't want you rendering text into your image. Right. I remember that being said, but I... I yeah, I think I, I yeah, I've clearly so missed the part where they for said people don't. who want to put text on the image, there yep. are two more properties. So I'll, I'll list them all. So you've got caption, subcaption, which you mentioned, yep. image, which is an image, image title, image subtitle, which is the ones that go kind of on the image. Yep. Trailing caption and trailing subcaption, That's which the are right the right aligned, aligned ones. Yep. Uh, this stuff's way easier if you just like look at an image, you'll get it straight away. Yeah. And on obviously on right to left uh, languages, it'll be flipped, flipped around. Yep. Yeah. Um. So they don't want you baking text into your image because what they do is they resize this image based on the device it ends up on. Yeah. So like if you send back to a, I guess not a 4S anymore, so back to a 5 on iOS 10, uh, yep. it'll be resized down to 2X. Yeah. If you had a, if you're sending from a 6 or a, or a 7 if it comes out October. Yeah. Yeah? Well, you know, the SE or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's why text doesn't scale well. 
So they yeah, don't well, want you I mean, putting that, text that makes in sense. there. Especially if you put like try to put like little text in there. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. So that that is another trick, I guess. Or I guess I kind of got you. You're going to need to make an image. Yeah. So if you've got a fancy UI thing, you're going to need to bake an image version of that somehow, whether you snapshot it, which is a little slow because that's what I tried to do. It doesn't work that well. Or you like generate some sort of cool image to be sent that kind of shows the state of your game where it's at. If you don't provide an image, it looks awful, basically. Yeah. So it's kind of a... Can you, with, with SpriteKit, can you like generate an image from the current state of Sprite? Yeah, definitely. Like, is that, would that be faster than like snapshotting a view? Because snapshotting a view is slow in any case. I mean, they tried to make it faster because that's how all that blur stuff worked or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it is fast-ish. You have to do it in kind of special ways, though. Yeah, like, the problem is like it'll, you might catch an animation midway or something yeah. silly like that. Um, I think the way to go is going to be drawing an image so maybe you have a custom view and then snapshot that but you won't actually snapshot your real view yeah 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 that makes sense but anyway so that's probably the hardest thing you're going to have to do is making the image to send i'd probably end up using if in that particular case i'd probably end up using sprite kit like that's that's one of the great things about sprite kit like it um is that you can kind of use it for all sorts of crazy little things yeah and sprite kit definitely works because that's what i'm using in my little app Yep. Yeah, so then you fill out all those properties yep. and you make a new MS message. Yep. When you make a message, you have to provide what's called an MS session. Right. The session is used if you want to keep updating your app as it flows. So rather than sending a new message every time with like, I took a turn, now I took a turn, now I took a turn, and you'd have three messages in your window there. Mm-hmm. If you can get the current session, it will update the message rather than adding a new message. Right. And then what happens is the message, the old ones are replaced by a change string you provide. So you also have to provide when you add a message what's called a localized change description. And that is used in place of a message that's been updated. So instead of seeing heaps of images running through your chat window, you get one image at the end and then a whole pile of messages to say what happened at each step. So Jelly took it. Actually, no, you can't say Jelly took a turn because you don't know the names. (laughs) You can say so-and-so played X. (laughs) Like literally the word so-and-so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's definitely the way to go. Yep. And it's not hard to get the current session, but I think that's going to catch a few people. And they call that out in the WWDC session about how to create a new session or get the current one. Like you can do it with a one-liner. Yeah, I remember them saying that. Yeah. So make sure you get the current session or else it's it's no good. Yeah. Because the other thing that can happen is you could tap on an old message and it would load up as if that was the current state of play. So you don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that. That's confusing. That is confusing. There's so much kind of complex interaction that has to happen because of the fact that their messages app, like they sound so simple because it's just like, mm. oh, I just got messages up in my apps. But the 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 fact that you can have not only like, it's not just like, okay, well, I send a message, then you send a message, and then I send a message again. It might be like, I send a message, and then you and Jake send a message, yeah. and then Caleb sends a message, and then we all send a message at once. And so it can be like this complex, like turn-based thing, like weird kind of like... I think my app at that point, I'm just going to add this like smoke and fire effect. <laughs> it's just going to melt off the screen. It's just going to melt. And it, 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 what you do is you run the CPU at 100% yeah. <laughs> so that it heats up. There used to be apps that did that. They got yeah, removed. I yeah, I remember them. So clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you've made your like nice looking message template. Yep. And you're handling the change so instead of just like sending a new message every time you've got a nice updating session yep the trick still is how do you send state between the two 
So when you send off your message, it like goes away. It's not like your apps are actually talking to each other across iMessage no, somehow. Not sending, they're not sending like a data packet. Yeah, they are literally like load up from that message. So they have to get everything they need from that message that is received. Uh, and to do this, you provide a URL of all things. Yep. And the URL can be used if the person doesn't have the app. So it has to be a real URL or it's not going to look very good when someone who doesn't have your app taps on it or someone on an old iOS taps on it. Yeah. Which means you're probably going to need some sort of fancy website to handle that URL. Yep. I haven't thought about that too much yet. But you have to encode your state in that URL. Exactly. So GiftWrapped mm-hmm. has Dropbox like sharing, right? You can, if you've got your app sh- set up to a link to Dropbox, you can share from your library. You can share URLs to the Dropbox thing. And if you'll, if you've ever used GiftWrapped or received a GiftWrapped link, you'll notice that it's like GiftWrapped.co yeah forward slash Dropbox forward slash blah 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 blah. Um, that literally links to like a static page on my website. I don't load up any of the content like i don't serve really anything except like a single page uh and it just goes like so the rest of the url is basically just like this is where the image lives so go and get it and show it yeah and that's yeah so it's essentially the same thing it is the same thing you're passing in like a a bit of information and then you can have a page that just reads that information and just shows the state of whatever it was supposed to be and that's all it has to be. Like you can't you yeah. don't even have to make it so that it's, you know, returnable. Yeah. So I don't think unless you hook up some fancy cloud stuff that they're going to be able to reply in the browser or anything. No, you'd but have, it's to, just gonna be have like, to be something that you can like copy and paste into your, yeah. into the messages. And that's not going to, like, that's not going to happen. Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. And if you can't encode your state in the URL, so they have a max length, it's pretty long, but if you can't get all your state into the URL, the current recommendation is just to use some cloud service like CloudKit and send an ID. So like yeah, that you makes can sense. request the ID and yeah. get all your state. And CloudKit would make that rel- relatively easier. Mm. And I mean, you're already locked into iOS if you're making a message app. So yeah. that's my one criticism of CloudKit is that I think, I still think you're crazy for using CloudKit. Well, you can use web the web stuff for CloudKit now. They introduced the web yep. stuff. You need an Apple ID though. Yeah, that's true. So, like, that's what everyone says. But can you imagine asking Android users to log in with their Apple ID? Yeah, I can understand. It's no good. So, I still don't like CloudKit. I think you should use one of the many other free Pars-like clones. But but for, in this one for, case... <laughs> for Messages apps, they're great. You are locked, very locked in already. I can't see Messages Until apps. Until I bring iMessage to, like, Android or something. Even then, that would be a, an amazing thing if you can <laughs> write some multi-platform thing there. But anyway, CloudKit would work great for that. Can you send them to your Greenbubble friends? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I, I I don't know what happens uh, when you try and send it to a text message number. Yeah. I'm I think sure at the I, moment I, it's it just going to say goes, failed. Yeah, it probably just says failed. Yeah. But that would make sense to like do the same thing that it does to other like, you know, to the other platforms where it gracefully kind of degrades to just a URL. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You're going to make a text message game now? I have been thinking about making like some sort of turn-based kind of game, maybe like like a little fighting game or something. That I mean, that's the sort of thing that I've been kind of thinking about. Oh, I meant for the Green Bubble friends. Oh, for the Green Bubble friends. Yeah. So what it is is you send you you send them something like, and they you, reply uh, with kick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like it's like those just, you just get like capital letters mm. S T O P. Stop. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see someone pull that off like a game via SMS. 
one person on SMS, one person on message extension. It could work if you can send work. something to Green Bubble friends. Well, the problem, the only problem that you have with that is that you don't get the access to their messages, so you wouldn't be able to show the state of. Well, you just send the URL, right? You, they tap the URL, can see the thing in their browser. Yeah, but it'd have to be browser on both sides, because when the Green Bubble friend sends their message back to you, it's just going to be a message. It's oh, not going to be yeah. like the special message, uh, like special app message. Idea over, and so it oh, won't wow. work. And so you'd either have to like be able to take that and put it in, so it'd be like you know, night to s three. I don't know yeah. how to play chess, uh, but you'd like to you give it the you know the direction, and they'd have to like do that for you. Yeah, so that's no good. Ha- that's it, never going to work. It's about trust. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a game of strategy and trust. Yeah. So anyway, if all this has interested you, the WWDC session has an example app, which we've already mentioned. Yep. You make an ice cream together. So one person picks the cone and then the next person picks the first flavor and you send it back and forth. Yep. It's up. It's available. I had a look. It's pretty decent. So it doesn't seem rushed at all. It uses view controller containment to switch in the different states of view controller based on like oh, where wow. the game right. is up to and all that. Yep. So they also have an example in there of encoding state to a URL, obviously, because they had to do it. Yep. So you can go and read that, see how they did it. It's quite nice. As nice as it can be, I guess. Yep. Just a couple of gotchas. Currently, the the simulator, it works. So they provided a nice thing where your messages app on the simulator. I don't even know if the message exact messages app existed on the simulator before now. No, I didn't. Okay. It would, it would crash. If you it tapped would, it. Well, if you did anything that required messages, it would crash. Oh, cool. All right. Well, it's there now. It has two people in it. So you That's, can send messages back and forth to each other. They're not nice people, though. They're like, I mean, they're, they're nice enough. It depends yeah. on how nice you are, I guess. But they're not like, you know, nicely formatted people. They're just like an email or something. Yeah, like I a, think it says like, like a, conversation one at apple.com and yeah. conversation two or something like that. It'd be nice if it had like a picture and like a John Smith and a Jane Smith. I don't know. I don't know any other names. I yeah. don't really only know those two names. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny. <laughs> I do know that one because yeah. that one I hate. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so you can <laughs> you can run your message extension and in the simulator. Yep. So you can test it without your friend having to have the app. Because otherwise, if you put it on your device, you need to be able to send it to someone who has the app, which yeah. is a little more... Well, I've, Hard to I've manage. Previously, I mean, obviously I've done some stuff with messaging before because I've had to figure out like making sure that I send like messages correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to say I send so many messages to myself. Yeah. And that's a lot of, that's doesn't, wouldn't really work with, with this sort of setup because you'd have like, cause they come in, in pairs. Like I get both the sent and yeah. received versions. So I wonder what would happen. I wonder if they thought of that. I don't know. I'm gonna try it. You can try it. Yeah. You'd so send yourself a. Tic Tac Text game. <laughs> hey man, you've outed my. It was already out on the last episode. Oh yeah, good point. I've got another one now though. Like, it's gonna <laughs> just it's gonna destroy it's that. Gonna be game. better than everybody yeah. else's Tic Tac yeah. Text clones. So you hit run on your message extension. It asks you what you want to launch. You pick messages. Yep. It launches messages. Your app's not there, and you go ah. The tools are really buggy at the moment. Is my point. So yep. just hit run again. Might work this time. Uh, the other thing is when it first loads, just every time, like not even the first time. So when you first run it and you scroll over to it or pick it from the list of message extensions, you've got a good 10 to 20 seconds there of waiting. So it will show a snapshot of when it was last active. Yep. So it snapshots it itself 
and uses that to show while it takes forever to load them, which can be really confusing because it can feel like your app didn't build because mm. it looks like the last one and you've changed everything or something. Just wait. Yeah. Just keep waiting. And yeah. eventually it will switch out the one you're working on. You can kind of really tell that it's... speed that up. Me too. I hope it's not the new third-party keyboards. Yeah. Like they just took forever to load and still take forever to load. Because even during, like, and I think we mentioned this last episode, even during, like, the presentations and stuff when they were showing off Messages apps, there was a good, like, pause of white screen between apps. Mm. And it was really noticeable when you had, like, um, when you had kind of customized backgrounds and stuff. Like, at one point during the Messages apps se- um, sessions, they were like, oh, we, here's how you make a Messages app, a stickers pack app that has a pink background. Yeah. And it was like, you know, they ran the ran the app and the app took like, you know, two seconds to load and it was white, pink. Yeah. It was just, it it's, was super weird. It's still like that, at least in the beta we've currently got. Yeah, just keep waiting. You can tell it's it's happened, like your app is now working because your console will come to life. Yep. So you're just sitting there with a blank console, a blank Xcode, I mean a blank sim. Suddenly your console will come to life because I think now you get all the logs from messages and the messages team are logging a lot. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. Okay. So I don't know. You got console logs coming from somewhere you <laughs> didn't like, do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, wow. it'll go like, duh, 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 and they'll all come in and yeah. that's how you know your app is now going. Okay. And then you can tap the arrow to expand or whatever. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And the other one I haven't worked out so far is the animating nicely between compact and expanded. Yeah. I mean, because the other thing is they'll fix that or at least make it so that the API is a bit nicer in that respect. Yeah. So the problem I'm having, like, so I thought, oh, you must just use auto layout and as it resizes, cool things happen. Yeah. I can't even get that to go because you pin to top layout guide or whatever and bottom layout guide, they're not right. Like that's the top and bottom of the screen, not the like messages app. Surely this stuff will get fixed. You hope so. So the, at the moment, I can't work out a nice way to keep my stuff inside the actual window I'm given. So uh, like at the moment, I've just got like offsets I worked out, which is obviously not good. Right. Because wow. if you pin to like, I can't find anything to pin to that gives me the actual position of the top of my view, not so the, the top position of, like, so under the nav bar. Even using like CG Rec 00, that's not like your top Yeah, that's, that point. would be top left of the whole screen. Jeez. Um, I'm not sure about compact mode. That would work, I think, in compact mode. But you want like expanded mode. You've got a thick nav bar there where you've got like, you know, the person's head their photo and their name and oh, all of that. So zero zero is the top left of the screen at the moment, Ooh, not the top left of... Because you can draw content can under that top... nav bar, right? Because you what they want, like yeah. scrolly, nice blur. Yeah, but you should be able to use like the top layout guide exactly. or whatever. To so that to... at the moment is the bit that's wrong. Yeah, okay, that's weird. It doesn't work. Hopefully it gets fixed. I haven't actually filed a radar on that one. Ben. I know. Oh man, I was so good at radars after DubDub and they've pretty much all been marked as duplicates like... At least I guess they were looked at pretty quick. That's good. They were looked at. <laughs> but even the one, like, I was so proud of my springboard crash because I found this crash in springboard. It was easy to reproduce. Um, I found the springboard team. I found the lead of the springboard team. She was like, that's great. I haven't seen that. Please file a radar. Attach a crash report. You'll be <laughs> a hero. Duplicate. <laughs> I was like, this one I've got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I was having a conversation with somebody at while we were at Dub Dub. I'm pretty sure that on the other end of radar is just basically a drop down, and uh, that drop down just has the various things that they can do. 
mm. and one of them is like file, like just is duplicate, and it generates like a random, random string number. of numbers yeah. uh, to tell, like as the as the ID, because it doesn't even matter. Like who cares? Uh, and you know, there was other ones that are like just you know throw into the pit and uh, never look at again. Cancel developer account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i will say though the id that came back was way lower than my one so i'm like mm, maybe they did know about this one yeah well what what that's it's part of the algorithm they used to generate that number right it's because they look lower. at the number of yours and they make sure they generate one that's lower. i have had ones before that have come in higher and i'm like come on i obviously got in first yeah. why isn't mine the original it's possible that somebody within apple created i think that's duplicate. exactly what happened yeah anyway that's enough about weekly <laughs> rant about radar. And that was message apps. So I hope you were all scared off because <laughs> message apps are mine. Well, and I get to make my goof wrapped one, right? Yes, but it has to go on my developer account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that'll work, but okay. Yeah, that's what you have to do to get in the store, man. Well, if I don't would, make the rules. If you would like to read of, about any of the uh, stuff to do with messages apps, not that you'll be able to use it because messages apps messages apps belong to ben mm. but if you would like to read it just you know to i don't know while away the time uh we'll have links in the show notes to things like the sessions and there's stuff on the developers portal yeah. and there's the um there's the project that they have the ice cream one our website also has a method of contacting us via email and so if you go to our website you can do that as well uh the website is mobilecouch.co if you'd like to get in touch with us on twitter you can Send all of your hate tweets <laughs> to Ben Trengrove. Hey, That's bring him on. B-E-N-T-R-E-N-G-R-O-V-E. And I am Jelly Bean Soup. And I only look at nice tweets. That's it. Thank you to our patrons who are amazing. They are more amazing every week. And thank you to you for listening. You specifically. You're, very, you're a lovely person. A, an exceptional human being. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't send the hate tweets. I'm really sensitive.